Welcome to the Dating Stories Podcast. I'm B And I'm Joe. Together we have a lot of dating experience. And we're not alone, so it's time to start sharing. In each episode, we invite real daters to tell us about their creepy, juicy, embarrassing or simply epic true dating stories. Whether you're single, ready to mingle or it's complicated, tune into the Dating Stories podcast. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud or wherever you cast your pots. Enjoy listening. Hello, everyone. This is our very first episode. It is the first time that we are recording live and I'm happy to announce our first guest. So we have here, well, first of all, I have next to me, of course, B. In hey, this, uh, Hi. <laughs> in this little recording room of ours. But in front of us, well, at least on video, we have Serena. <laughs> all the way from Reno, Italy. How are you, Serena? I'm good. Thank you. Happy to see you and talk to you. So maybe Serena and Joe, you can explain to everyone how you met. That's a good idea. Yeah. Serena, when was it? I think if I look back on it, I moved back to Belgium after a couple of years in Singapore. And one of the friends that I met in Singapore, she introduced me to this group of ladies. Mm -hmm. um, beautiful, intelligent, uh, independent ladies. <laughs> Women power. <laughs> and also ladies having a lot of fun <laughs> in Brussels. In Brussels. And, and you were one of those ladies. And the name of the group was Limoncellas. And I asked you one day, where does this name come from? And actually, it had to do with a night where you guys drank a lot of limoncello. A lot of yellow stuff, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and... Strangely enough, it is actually that night where the name of that uh, of the Limoncellas was born. That was actually also the night that is related to the story that you're going to tell mm -hmm. us. Right? Yes, exactly. If you're okay with that, we'd like to to hear what happened that night of the the Limoncella Limoncello yeah. night. Uh, so <laughs> we'll give the word to you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm I'm really uh, happy for this uh, invitation and for sharing experiences. Uh, and I think it's very important among women. And uh, that night, yeah, it ended up with limoncello and it started with an Italian dinner with six girlfriends. That night there was another table of only guys. They also were five or six British guys that were in this restaurant and of course were extremely attracted by this group of, of women. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, we ended up at their table and they invited us for limoncello. And uh, they were, I have to admit, a bit noisy, except one of them that was uh, seated a bit in a corner. And it was really like listening and, uh, and looking at us, at me. And I was, I have to admit, uh, immediately kind of attracted by this guy who was behaving so differently from, from his friends. Yeah. And at a certain point, he went out to, to smoke a cigarette and I decided to follow him. I was single, of course, <laughs> <laughs> and free to do whatever I wanted. <laughs> of course, yeah. 
And there we started to, to talk a bit. And so I was asking, why are you so, so serious? And, and immediately, uh, without even asking my name, he started to say that I was beautiful and that I, he was super, super attracted by me and he was looking wow. at me. Uh, I was like super astonished. Wow, really? On one side, I was feeling like we had the same sensation. We had the same uh, feeling and on the other side I was thinking also maybe it's a bit too much I mean what's yeah. your name after uh, after a while we exchanged the numbers and yeah. then we, we joined again the group and we continued beat with the limoncello yeah uh, limoncello works I... right <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then yeah I went home and we we talked we texted days after yeah yeah, he stayed in touch with you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It was nice because uh, um, I was experiencing a lot of uh, ghosting. So the fact that he was present was already something uh, nice and, and positive. Yeah. And he asked me to, to have a date, uh, the two of us. And so um, we had a drink after dinner. And it was uh, in particular because it was in the bar of a hotel in Brussels. And it was nice and super elegant, but at the same time, a bit strange because you have so many bars in Brussels. Yeah. Why in an hotel? So was it him who invited you? Yeah. Yeah. He decided, uh, he decided the place. Yeah. And it was a super nice evening. So we talked a lot, like a couple of hours about ourselves so we finally really knew each other a little bit yeah so i decided it was time to go back home yeah and he insisted a bit to to have a second drink but uh, i really preferred i mean it was enough for me i had enough information yeah yeah and i wanted to keep the rest for uh, uh, the next time and uh, and then we were still in contact, so we were uh, texting uh, again regularly, constantly. But I have to admit that it was extremely difficult to meet the third time okay. because of different things already planned by me or by him in the north. Uh, we plan in advance a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> so we were really busy. And then when we found some days that could have been you know, possible to, to have a pizza, to have frites or something together. There was always a something at the very last moment. So or he was busy with work or uh, he was canceling. And so I, um, I waited like um, a month to see him oh, uh, wow. a third time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What were you thinking at the time then? Uh, on one side, it was a bit normal also because you are already booked for traveling or for other nights and parties with friends. Uh, on the other side, it was a bit frustrating because, uh, yeah. uh, you know, where, when you have this enthusiasm, you, you also have to, to leave it and not to, uh, to put it in a standby. And then... When he understood that I was a little bit also, I was losing my hope. Yeah. He said, listen, I have to tell you something. I have such difficulties to, to, to know when I'm free because I have a five years old daughter. Okay. And uh, I have a next uh, girlfriend with who we really decide daily, uh, depending on the desire of the girl with who she wants to stay 
if I'm free or not. Yeah. Yeah. So he said that he had an uh, ex-girlfriend then uh, with whom he had a baby. Yeah. And they both were taking care. Yeah. Okay. So he didn't mention that before in the first date. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. And he said, I'm sorry to tell you that like this. Yeah. And not live, but I see that it's becoming difficult. So I want you to know why it is difficult for me. And so I was like, wow, okay. (laughs) I didn't expect it that, but now I understand a bit better. Yeah. So I was like, okay, no problem. I kind of understand. And at that point, I was a bit thinking, are you sure you are ready for someone with such an important baggage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was a little bit uh, doubting and I didn't really want to push it. But at the same time, I also really liked him. And so I was really like confused. So I was like, let's wait for him to see if he's, uh, if he's really convinced or not. And then he probably was because we managed to meet. And so yeah. we had uh, a third date. And in this occasion, he, he explained me a bit more about uh, his daughter. So he was explaining her hobbies, her favorite animal or flowers. And it was really, I think, spontaneous and also nice to listen because I knew at that point I knew. So it was better to know a bit yeah, more. Yeah. So he was sharing actually a lot of personal information about his uh, yeah. daughter. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And I was listening and I found him, you know, cute, still very huge baggage, but maybe manageable or who who knew, you know, step by step. Yes. And so that night was a little bit, you know, more intimate also because of the sharing of all this stuff and uh, we kissed. So yeah, we, we had a bit of contact we we went a little bit you know farther in the the story yeah <laughs> um, we get the point serena yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay great thank you <laughs> thank you for helping <laughs> okay great great but yeah going back to the story <laughs> then i um, i decided to go back home and i was uh, i was happy because uh, even though yeah, the story was a bit unexpected. I, I was really um, having a good time with him. Yes. So I was feeling good. I yeah. really felt again that connection. Yeah. We talked the days after again. We, we texted. Yeah. And suddenly, like one week after, he texted me saying that he um, had to go back to UK. Yeah. Uh, because of um, family business yeah and so we were like uh, yeah maybe we will see we will meet again uh, in next year i was okay with that i didn't panic because also yeah for seeing him the second time we waited a month so it was okay to wait another month i mean we are we are adult right it's true but at the same time it sounds long eh? i mean in a starting relationship yeah. yeah sometimes you wonder if it takes a month for it for a first date and a month for a second date uh, yeah it is quite a long time but i understand that you wanted also to take it step by step and and just explore and see and see what happens maybe and so what happened then uh so then 
I text him after a week because I didn't want really to annoy him also because apparently it was something related to his mom. But after a week, I texted him and I didn't have any answer. Oy. And then I text again after yeah. a few days because I was thinking maybe something bad uh, happened. Mm. But then really he didn't receive at all my messages, you know, on WhatsApp. And uh, yeah, I started to think this is strange. I think yeah. maybe <laughs> he doesn't want to speak with me. Yeah. And I text again a third time and again I... I wasn't able to to deliver the message. I mean, he wasn't really receiving the message. And then I understood that probably he blocked me. Oh, wow. And was that happening indeed? Did you, did you find out what happened? Yeah, after Christmas, I tried to text him again, but uh, same situation. So it was clear for me that uh, he was ghosting <laughs> as many, 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 many men. Oh, yeah. After three dates, uh, he disappeared. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I have a feeling that's not the end of the story, right? Not really, not really, because something that I didn't do with him was to stalk him a little bit on social media. <laughs> And I decided to do that. You're absolutely right, Serena. <laughs> And when I did that, I found some pictures in which he was tagged by friends. And then I found another picture of baby. And so I thought, okay, this is his daughter. Yeah. So I really uh, opened the picture through the profile uh, of the woman that was tagging that I thought, of course, is the ex-girlfriend, is the mom. And the photo was really of a newborn, of, of little baby. Wow. And I was, oh, wow, okay, she, she was turning five. So probably it's like memory of when she was born. But then... By looking at the detail of the picture, I saw the date of birth and yeah. it was exactly January 17. Oh my wow. God. Yeah. So the baby wasn't five, but she was maybe like five days old. Wow. Yeah. So, and as you were saying, yeah, last time you saw him was like mid-December. So um, it's a month after yeah. you last met so each other yeah wife or girlfriend was having pregnant while you were dating then exactly yeah. Yeah. Well, so how did you how did you feel finding that out because that must have been a bit of a shock exactly i was totally shocked i remember i was in front of this picture and i was saying that's not possible and i was reading and rereading and rereading again uh, the description uh, the, the the capture of the picture and the date and then i was checking, of course, uh, the profile of the women. And I understood that actually they were a couple mm. and that the baby wasn't even born when he was talking about her and telling me about, uh, you know, her favorite animal or flower. So he was lying about everything. So there was never a five-year-old in the picture? No. No, no, no. So it was really like inventing everything. So it was probably like imagining with me how his daughter would have been. <laughs> uh, but that was extremely, was extremely shocking for me. Yeah. And I started to 
school, my my friend who knew I was dating this guy, and I was saying, "Listen, look at that." I, I was really shocked. Please tell me that it's uh, that it's not what I'm really looking at. So I was extremely shocked. Yeah, of course I can understand. And did you get back in touch with him? No, because I was blocked, and immediately after his profile was not active anymore. So yeah, something strange, no? Something from someone who has to hide something. Yes, absolutely. And so, yeah, you were not able to get back in touch with him. That's what you're saying. And maybe you didn't want to. I don't know. Exactly. Uh. Yeah, the reaction, you know, as a woman was to to protect the other woman, to inform the other woman. So my first reaction was like, yeah, she has to know that yeah. this guy is crazy. She has to be aware about that. But then, you know, I had a kind of hours in which I was thinking something and then the exact opposite of that so I was really confused and I didn't know what to do and regarding the other woman then I thought she's in such a delicate moment uh, with so many hormones going up and down yeah. that probably it's not really uh, the moment to say something so, so tough and yeah. um I, I was thinking about uh, saying something to him and try to reach him via maybe friends uh, because I also then found the profile of some of the guys that was at dinner with him. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so I could have find a way to reach him. But um, yeah, I, I imagined every <laughs> scenario possible, but then I slept on, on this And what I wanted after was just to forget everything. I yeah. really just wanted to forget all that story and to cancel that awful person yeah. completely. I'm so sorry that we're asking you now to go through it again. <laughs> no, but no problem. I really like metabolized everything. It's, yeah. it's okay now. <laughs> That's good. It's okay now. But it's a completely crazy story to hear. And I can also. Okay, it's difficult to imagine, of course, what you've been through, but I understand that one day you think this and the other day you think that because everything must be confused, right? It's, you're going through a shock, I think, if you, uh, if you experience something like that. And, and seriously, because of the details that you gave us on how he was talking about a, a, a child that didn't even exist and knowing that his, mm -hmm. his first baby was going to be born... Yeah, then you're a bit crazy, right? Exactly. And it, it makes sense now that you met in a hotel bar and not just a, a restaurant or a cafe where maybe I'm thinking he could have run into friends or... Exactly, he had to hide. He had to hide. But I guess when, when that happens, you don't think about that in the moment. Exactly. I understood many things after. So uh, the fact that we were kind of hiding in unusual places, mm. unusual bars, or that it was so hard for him to, to date me, to find, uh, uh, you know, a night to go out. Yeah, yeah then I understood uh, many, many things. And so I was scared. I was sad. I was mad on him. I had so many different feelings. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, as you said, uh, you were thinking about yourself, but also about his wife. And I also understand that you, yeah, that you also thought like, hey, maybe I should warn her, but okay, she's, she's just uh, given birth. She's full of hormones, as you said. So yeah, I, I get uh, yeah, that, that a lot of these things are going through your mind. And I think it's very impressive. 
that you are thinking mm-hmm. about these things too that you're mm-hmm. not like completely blinded by by anger and that you just call you just called that you just call her so it's or that you try to reach out to her so i think it's it's impressive that despite all the difficult things that you've been going through that you still also think about that person's uh, feeling and, and mm. feelings and what she's going through yeah yeah, yeah because i i felt um blessed my pain wasn't nothing compared to her and so yeah uh, yeah my my thoughts were immediately for for her wow and that makes you a beautiful uh, person Serena. Oh. Yeah, really but i also want to think in that way that maybe uh, yeah, he made a, a crazy and a super bad mistake and that is not happening anymore. Yeah. Is there anything that you uh, think now that you could have done differently? And it's a bit of a, a double question because I think actually you shouldn't have done probably anything differently. Uh, how can you How can you be prepared for such a situation, right? But I'm going to ask it anyway because now you can reflect on it, on, on, that, on that period. Is there anything you would do differently or you would advise other women who might experience these things to do in such a situation? Yeah, it's it's difficult because I think that people uh, like that are extremely good at lying. So uh, it's, uh, it's really difficult to understand if you are wrong or if you are right. But it's true that since the beginning, I had this sensation that everything was a bit too much, that maybe his way uh, of behaving and to be such a gentleman and to be uh, full of compliments and always uh, if he was uh, really experiencing something like love at first sight yeah, yeah. I, I had the impression it was maybe a bit too much yeah but I'm also romantic one so I was uh, you know like hoping that maybe if it's true for once I experienced that uh, who knows <laughs> you're absolutely right and I also uh, recognize that I've also been through these experiences that you said like okay maybe your gut feeling is saying oh is this right but at the same time when you've been through a few things also yourself you just don't know mm-hmm. what to think anymore right <laughs> exactly but uh, listen to your uh, sensation and trust uh, Trust your intuition, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it indeed, trust the intuition and, uh, yeah. But it's easy, right, to look back on it yeah. and then say, <laughs> I should have known, exactly. I should have listened exactly. to my intuition exactly. when you're in and it. It's, yeah. another, another thing, maybe, uh, but it's really related to, to uh, is a story. I think I, I wasn't really able to start a relation with someone uh, with such a baggage, you know, because for me it was true that he had uh, a five-year-old daughter mm-hmm. and an ex-wife, and I knew rationally that it was not a good moment for me for that, that I wasn't ready. But I didn't want to put limits uh, on that and to to think that maybe it was too much. So I just wanted to leave the door open. But inside I knew that I wasn't really ready. And so also to to listen to yourself because you know what is good for you and what is not good for you in that moment. I mean, not in general, because we don't have to close doors or put too many limits but there are a few things that you know that you cannot handle maybe uh, in a moment of your life that reminds me a little uh, bit of that book I think it's Rosie's project that it's called mm -hmm. what you're saying Serena is what you're advising is know for yourself where your Mm -hmm. limits lie and what you want and what you do not want 
but at the same time and that's uh, that's the book uh, the book that it's a guy actually who has his full checklist and it's, it's very rational it, the girl or the woman that he meets has to check all the check boxes, all the boxes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's then indeed a little bit too much so but it's not always easy but it's important to, to try to find uh, that uh, that balance and definitely to de- determine for yourself a few minimum criteria i guess that's what you're saying a bit yeah Exactly. And so that's how it ended. Did you ever meet him again, meet her? I met him again, but it was not planned at all. Okay. Uh, But I also had the demonstration that he never, never, never left Brussels. Yeah. I crossed him in the street. Ah, Yeah, because he said that he left Brussels. So you were, I I was supposed to be in the UK. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, of course. Oh, but no, he probably never left. And what did you do? You killed him. I think that... We've got the podcast now. <laughs> Every single cell of my body yeah. freezed. So I was like immobilized. He was like a ghost. So even though I knew and I discovered that he was still there probably in, in, in the town, I, I was totally, totally freezed. So it's almost like a second shock. Yeah, also because he was with the, with the little daughter. So, you know, I don't know if it was because of lack of courage or because, you know, in my mind, I really had to remove everything, yeah. you yeah. know, to, to take yeah. uh, the, the lesson, but to remove um, the, the pain, yeah. I changed the street. Yeah. I can, I think it's too much to handle, to be honest, yeah. because at a certain point yeah. you also indeed say like, okay, I try and try to get rid of that, that part and that, that history, but then you're very much confronted, like in reality, yeah. confronted with yeah. the situation. Exactly. So I, I understand. Yeah. Did it ever cross your mind before you run into him, what you would do if you would? Yeah. And also there I was super confused, like, or I shut everything <laughs> in his uh, in his head I say yeah. everything on his face like that very rude or like I run away so so you you chose to be the better person and just ignored him and crossed yeah. the street and yeah she didn't kill him <laughs> also I didn't have makeup that day so <laughs> <laughs> we stay, we stay live, live on channel till the end yeah exactly <laughs> perfect <laughs> no but it, it's true and yeah i think the the full level of emotions yeah, you've been through huh? so from anger mm-hmm. to uh, anxiety and yeah a bit doubtful about yourself so yeah so i think it's it's terrible if this happens to you and it's definitely terrible because yeah, that you start questioning a little bit yourself and so on and that is sad to hear huh? yeah true because i was also thinking I'm really stupid. I mean, I'm so stupid that I really believe that every single word is said to me. So I was doubting uh, about myself. And so so this is uh, my suggestion and advice to other women. Do not doubt uh, about yourself, never, but really listen to yourself and listen to your instinct and uh, and just go for it because we we know. We know. That's good advice. Sometimes we just don't have enough courage and uh, and uh, certitude on ourselves you know we 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 are too much insecure yeah and we don't have to be like this because we, we know we have the power we have the instinct and we can really 
uh, manage in, in real situations. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, we have the power, we have the intuition. Let's let's believe in that and yeah, use it to its full it. power. Yeah, that's yeah. a really nice... Uh, use our magic to use our magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but you're right. Uh, but indeed also probably easier to say it uh, when you look back on it and uh, when you're going through it. Eh? So it, it remains a shock. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So thank you for sharing it with us, uh, Serena. I understand it's not an easy story to share, but I'm sure we can definitely all uh, relate, unfortunately. The ghosting part, the complete lies. Uh, so it, it happens to us, B, I think both of us, we've been through also our stories. That's for mm -hmm. our next time, of course. But yeah, so it, it's important to be able to share. And, and, and thanks for that. So is there anything um, you've learned from this, B, your uh, takeaway from this yeah, story? interesting one. I would say really never blame yourself or beat yourself up for, for believing in something or for trusting someone, for seeing the good in people. That's just a really nice thing to do. Uh, so I would say don't, don't beat yourself up about it. It's easy to think I'm stupid, I should have known, but uh, really no need to. It's, it's good to, to be positive and, and believe in the good of people. And the second thing maybe that I found out from other people, other women that have been through it, is that there's really mixed feelings when you're in the shock of something, someone just vanishing, that you you want to hate the guy, he lied to you, you mm -hmm. think what an asshole, but at the same time you're still there with feelings, how he made you feel and you may miss him, and it's very conflicting. I've been in the same situation, as we said, that might be for another episode, but I've also talked to other women who've been in the same situation and we came to the conclusion that it's okay or it's it's possible to have both those feelings of hating someone and knowing he's a terrible person and, and it was a terrible thing to do, but at the same time missing the feeling that you had when you were with him or that you still miss that feeling and it's very confusing. And maybe to finish, I think you, you were the better person by not getting involved or crossing the street and just that's it he, he isn't even worth your energy in the end and uh, so good on you Serena absolutely <laughs> and I think it's from my my takeaway is also a bit the same I think indeed uh, I would say to all the ladies out there uh, don't blame yourself I mean it's it's not normal what happened to you so that is not something you have to blame yourself for it is and even even more uh, if you start uh, being prepared for such a situation, then I would say there's something wrong, probably, or yeah. then then that's not okay for you if you have to be prepared for some, such a thing to happen. And then indeed, I also relate a bit back on what happened to me uh, one day, and uh, yeah, that's what you yeah what you you will do in the end. You will be careful. You will say, hey, maybe it was me. I should have known. I should have uh, seen it. But but no, I mean the guy is 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 not that is not okay what he's doing and. And we shouldn't be, uh, be, be changing our attitude to, to be ready for, for such a, a person to yeah, come across uh, your path another time. So that's for me, uh, definitely uh, the takeaway. And uh, I hope it, um, it resonates with you too, uh, Serena. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, um when you also feel like I miss these feelings that I was uh, experiencing while it was uh, so gentleman and everything, but really uh, repeat to yourself that someone who likes you, who loves you, respects you. So uh, never, 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 never 
think that they will change or that one day they will be better or different uh, mm. because uh, very probably it won't be. But luckily, uh, despite the, the, the sad experience, life is treating you a little bit better now. It is. <laughs> tell, us, tell us more. <laughs> it is. So I changed nationality and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm now extremely um, happy, but I would say stable. So yeah. I really found uh, stability, you know, in energies, in feelings, uh, and uh, it's something so good uh, with a wonderful Italian guy, wow. uh, Daniele. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm with Daniele now since uh, three years, more or less, and um, yeah, we are we are in love. We are respecting each other, and uh, we are trying to share as much as possible uh, of this life together. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, the listeners obviously can't see you, but we can see a big smile. Yeah, that's and lots it. of energy and happiness <laughs> on your face. So it probably also didn't take Daniele a, a month to invite you for your first date. I can imagine. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> now, in preparation of this uh, episode, we asked uh, the listeners if they wanted to ask you a question. Ooh. There is one question. Yeah, <laughs> there's a question that came back a few times actually, and it's interesting because you already touched on it. Mm -hmm. It's when you go through this experience and you find out that your guy has a, a double life, basically, that was that's what it came down to. Should you tell the other woman in his life? And you already touched on it, but maybe you can uh, yeah, explain again what you think the best thing to do is to, because I think our first instinct is always we should protect our fellow women and, and go and tell her that he, he's a cheater and he's a liar. But maybe that's not the best thing to yeah. do in the end. Sincerely, I don't know what's the best thing and I don't know if I did, <laughs> uh, if I took the good choice. Um, but um, above all the sensations and the instinct I had, I was really thinking um, I'm not the one who has to um, have this responsibility. I think I'm, I'm really nothing in their life, in her life. I'm maybe just an episode or maybe just a big mistake or not. Mm. But I think... Um, what I would open, you know, has as as reaction, has uh, a situation for them would have been too big, yeah. too big for me, probably too big for her, um, and maybe too big for what me and him had. And so at the end, yeah, I was uh, I was thinking maybe it's it's not up to me if she will discover or maybe. With that, I kind uh, gave him another chance, you know, to be yeah. good and to be, I don't know. But it's uh, really difficult to know what uh, would have been the good uh, yeah. decision and the good choice. So, I still don't know, indeed. A good question from the audience, then. Yeah. That's uh, the least we can say, but a very beautiful answer from you, Serena, because uh, it's a very thought through and I don't think there is a right answer, as you were saying. So, yeah, I think you did the right thing. So, uh, yeah, thanks for that. I changed my mind so many times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure, if the other girl would have been a friend of mine, yeah. 
I would definitely say probably yes, she must yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, but also because maybe you know the person, so you know you know the yeah. uh, the character, the attitude. But that woman, uh, in my I idea, she was so fragile in that moment mm -hmm. of her life. In yeah. such a beautiful moment, she just gave birth to the you know the, the result the of their love. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, th thanks for that again, Serena. And then, uh, yeah, to round off again in a positive note, because life is beautiful today. So yeah, so one final question is like, what are your plans for Valentine? <laughs> yeah, for Valentine, I will, of course, celebrate with Daniele. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we will have really something simple. I think I will cook and uh, yeah, we will celebrate uh, uh, really simply And uh, just because uh, it's important to remember that Valentine, it's the day of love. So it's mm -hmm. unconditional love for yes. everyone, for a friend, for, for your family, for your dog, for, for yourself. So I will for sure take on Sunday a couple of hours for myself. Nice. <laughs> love That's yourself. Really yeah, it's yeah. a good message. <laughs> That's an absolutely good message. Love yourself. So great. Um, nice. Well, Thank you very much, Serena, for your story, for uh, being so honest, being so open and for being such a beautiful person. <laughs> thank you, girls. Thank you for doing that for, uh, for us, for all of us, because sharing is caring and it's important to share stories, even when they are not fun, so that we feel not alone. Rely on your girlfriends and rely on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to thank our audience. And uh, I would also just like to tell them that um, in two weeks time, we will have another episode coming up. There will be another girlfriend uh, telling her story. And the title we can already reveal, can we be? Yeah, of course. It's a very different theme. The title will be Dating Naked. Wow! <laughs> I will listen to it for sure. <laughs> We're counting on you, Serena. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you liked this episode, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Dating Stories. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share this episode with your friends. We'll see you in two weeks.